Steady Picks Radio. Welcome into Happy Hour. I'm your host, Ricky. Back with my co-host. How you doing, Michelle? How's it going, Ricky? It's going all right. It's going all right. Not the best week for us. But we have a lot to get into. I think we got a, a fun episode ahead of us today. All right, let's dive right in. All right, where do you want to kick things off, Michelle? Let's recap. Let's, let's you know... Rip the band-aid off. We went two and two. Two and two on the week. Uh, you want to just rattle them off? Yeah. We'll we had the Bears plus four against the Lions. They win the game outright. They, they win the game outright. Um, the line also closed at three. So good closing number. Good win. Bears defense strikes again. And real quick, we for anybody who tuned in last week, we gave a whole list of reasons why... Jared Goff would turn into a folding chair. Dead on, Michelle. We and he folded. It. Folded. Folded right there. Then a little bit more of a sensitive subject for me, but the Chargers minus two and a half. Herbert hurt his finger and is out for the rest of the game. I feel like they played better, honestly, once he was out. But um, let's just call it what it is with the Chargers. I was, yeah, I mean, Granted, the bet, it's hard to dive too much into it because they didn't have Justin Herbert for the bulk of this game. But get Brandon Staley the fuck out of here, Michelle. Yeah. He's like a boy in a game with men is what I realized in that game yesterday. He's he's in over his head. He is. I mean, he went on fourth and one numerous times when they were could have kicked a field goal. It's, He's got it, an ego. I mean, yeah. Time for someone else to get a crack with that Chargers team. He's he's had everything that a coach could ask for, Michelle, between a quarterback, receivers, defensive players, studs all over the field. I mean, get him out. Yeah. Nope. I agree. I agree. So that was a loss. Um, then we had Bills at the Chiefs. Bills plus three. Great closing number, first of all. Mm-hmm. So the show did its job getting those plus threes. I want to talk about this one for a second because, look, we cashed our ticket. We won money. But I have to unbiasedly say, and I'm curious of your take on this, Michelle, the call at the end of the game for offensive offsides was so fucking petty. Like, yeah, he, he was lined up on the line, but to make that call in that stage of the game, I mean, I'm sure if you played the the tape back of every single play of that game, I guarantee you there'd be at least one other play where someone was lined up and it wasn't called. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Patrick Mahomes had every right, in my opinion, to um, to just feel like that was some nonsense. It's yeah no I agree I I think this this conversation will lead to uh, the next game but I I personally feel the refs are becoming too involved in these games. Um, Disgraceful! Don't even I, get me started on I, refs. We, well, I think we're gonna lead yeah. into this, but and I think the thing that like drives me the most insane, which I think we'll, we'll talk about obviously the next game, but. When they throw the flag, like it's one thing if it like drops and you can see it drop, but when they are throwing the flag and then they just pick it up, 
with no explanation and just say, oops, my bad. Like, it, it's it's odd. It's um, it's a head scratch. It happened for a me. lot in the Eagles game yes. yesterday, which we'll get to. But before we get there, Michelle, I want to ask you an, a question. And I think this is a, a fun topic for the listeners to kind of think about as well. Patrick Mahomes is getting a lot of heat right now. He people are calling him a baby, a sore loser. I don't know if you saw the footage, yes, but I watched that game where he freaked out. Yeah, but not just that he was freaking out on the sideline and throwing his helmet, but after the game, he went up to shake hands with Josh Allen and the very first thing, the only thing he said was like fucking bullshit call. How do you throw that flag? Like he didn't even say congratulations. So I want to ask you this. What do you, does that rub you the wrong way or what do you make of his anger? Justified? Uh, It's yes, no. It's, it's a half, half. I think like you said, this is a men's game. This is played by adult men and the game ended right then and there. Like there wasn't enough time for, I think I think his adrenaline was rushing so much from throwing his helmet, screaming at the refs, to then the game ending to shaking hands. That was all in a matter of two, maybe what, two minutes? If if There's like a 15-minute rule needed, you're saying. I don't even think it needed 15 minutes. There was not enough time, I think, for him to maybe take a step back and realize what he did. I think he's pretty much, I would say as a whole, Patrick Mahomes is politically correct as far as like interviewing like he puts on a good interview so I I don't think that the the part of not congratulating Josh Allen I think was out of character and I just don't think he had the enough time to calm down it's almost like the Richard Sherman Crabtree thing I don't know if you remember that but here's my thing Michelle I love I love that Patrick Mahomes was heated, that he acted up. I don't care one bit because let me tell you something. He cares. He's passionate. I love seeing guys freak out after a loss. And truthfully, I would want guys like that on my team. And it it makes me sick that Mahomes gets, like, he's getting battered a little bit because he, he wanted to win the game. Meanwhile, you got guys who don't care that would bother me. Yeah, you no, know, if that- you were just okay with what happened and you walked away. So, I don't know. I, I thought that it just showed the dog that Patrick Mahomes is and why he's a winner, and I no, loved it. I, I I don't disagree. I think that, like, if you would have given Patrick Mahomes a minute or two more, he probably still would have done the right thing to Josh Allen. That's the only part I think that I think is like, eh. Yeah, and before we just move on, Josh Allen – was not offended. He no. definitely found it hilarious. He walked past uh, Travis Kelsey after, and I'm pretty sure he was like, your boy's heated right now. You know, so yeah. these guys, again, they're they're adults. Like, the media is so, uh, it pisses me off how, like, sensitive they make everything. Yes, but I agree. Let's keep it moving. All right, in the last game, and of course, the, like, save the best for, it's not the best, save the worst for last year, we had... Eagles going into the Cowboys. We had the Eagles plus three. And 
<sighs> we we had the privilege of watching this together last night as a team, and this was rough. This was rough. It's one thing not to show up for a game, but it's another thing not to show up for a Sunday night game against the Cowboys, Michelle, when the whole country picked you to lose. Coming like, off a loss, too. Coming off an embarrassing loss. You get another embarrassing loss. Fumbles, flags, string cheese defense. Where do we begin? Well, first off, let's start off. I correct you every time. It's Swiss cheese. There's holes in the defense. Mm-mm. They got ripped apart like string cheese. All right, fine. We can we can c- consider it string cheese. I, uh, the whole t- I don't even know where to start from the flags. Like I, it's not even like the Eagles played terrible. I'm not going to sit here and say that they didn't, but it's also very frustrating watching a game when there is a flag on every single play. I'm pretty sure the first quarter there was a flag almost on every single time the ball was touched and the the whistle was blown. These refs. I should be I should be careful because I don't want to insult a profession, but like these guys throwing flags so they can be put on TV and I, I don't I dislike them. I dislike something about especially the refs last night in the had a Texas like bullshitish vibe to them. But we're Eagles fans, Michelle. And one of the things is people overreact so much to like week-to-week losses in the NFL. Now it's the Eagles suck, they're frauds, blown out in back-to-back games. But the people saying that, Michelle, they're dumb. And, like, the Eagles don't suck. Let's Let's just call it what it is right now. They hit a tough point in their schedule where they played four to five elite teams in a row, and it caught up to them. They gassed out. They have a cake schedule the rest of the way. And now we're going to see the 49ers and the Cowboys have some tough games. It's going to flip now. And I'm pretty sure if we could re-listen to last week's show, I said I I was nervous about the Eagles' defense because they just they were beat up. They we played the Bills in a tough, raining, cold day. Then they played San Francisco, who are extremely tough. They were exhausted. It, it is what it is. I didn't even feel like, though... Like if that game last night were to be played nine or were to be played ten times, I think that was the one outlier where it was just going to be a mess and a blowout. You got AJ Brown, Smith, Jalen Hurts. You got all these guys fumbling. You got the refs throwing double. There was one play where there was like a thirty-yard flag of some just petty bullshit, Michelle. But again, this is a league of extremes. This is a betting show. The best thing that we could do with this and what I did is to buy low on the Eagles right now because this is a team that has beat very good teams. Mm -hmm. Like we just said, they hit a tough point in their schedule, and now they have a cake schedule the rest of the way. It's a great opportunity to buy them. So I threw a half unit on the Eagles at plus 750, Michelle, this morning to win the Super Bowl. All right. And we'll see. Maybe the defense isn't isn't where it needs to be, but I saw Jalen Hurts making throws and the offense moving the ball. I, I believe they can beat anybody still. 
I I don't disagree. I think that they need to get back to Philly, recharge, reset, and let's just end the, the season strong. Enough with the recap, though. Okay. All right. Time for the segment where we talk about the big ball players of the week. Oh. Who are you going with? I actually didn't I forgot about this. I have two. I have two this week, and I'm going to say... Don't rule old men out. So Joe Flacco came into the Browns, hasn't played for the Browns, and I think he played phenomenal. I I really do. I am impressed. He's came out of retirement and he played really well. I also have another one. Let me hear. This is a guy who I have drafted every Every single year on my fantasy team since the day he came out of the draft. And people have been saying he he's washed out, and I've said, nope, nope, he's oh, not. Oh, I know where you're going. Feed motherfucking Zeke. Whoo! I love Zeke Elliott. I wish he came to the Eagles. He was the Patriots offense. Oh, my. Wait. That would have been such a good, like, spiteful signing for the Eagles. I, I know. I totally agree. And he's, like, the banger that they're missing. The hammer. Yeah, he is. So I like that one, Michelle. Thank you. So I had two this week. I, two two guys that I feel like people have written off, washed out. They're back. They're back. I got two as well. All right. One ball per player. Okay. First ball is going to Baker Mayfield. Mm, he did play well, too. But more so for the big ball drive at the end of the game. He goes down the field and beats the Falcons on a two or whatever, under two minutes, I think. Final drive of the game, gets the TD, and saves the season. Mm-hmm. So he's one of them. Baker 2.0. Other balls going to Lamar Jackson. Because mm. that bet was not looking good. No. And then he kind of grabbed it by the handle there and just said, I got it from here. Although it was... He didn't even win the game. What are you even talking about? He he had the drive to go not only... So to, here's okay. the crucial part. Here's so he, the did the, part. he got the touchdown, got the two points to get it up plus three. The Hugh, they were up three. And that was a crucial two-point conversion. A t- okay. And he made a really good play on that. I feel like you're giving, yes, he crucial, but the guy that ran it back really should get it. I don't even know who that was. He was a backup. True, but I still feel like Lamar was about to go put them in field goal range. But you're right. He he deserves maybe a piece maybe of the, it too. Yeah. What about the guy who fucking fell down and then dropped a pick? It shouldn't have, it, it yeah. really like shouldn't have been in overtime. Uh, tough game for Marlon Humphrey, but those are my, my big ball players of the week. Love it. I love it. All right. Picks? Yeah, I just wanted to ask you, how do you feel about CJ? How do you oh. truly... No, like, I, I truly want to know, like, do you think he's still something special? Or, like, in just... Absolutely. Had to- okay. I predicted CJ Stroud would have a rough game. Okay. I still played him in the Steady Picks Fantasy League because I didn't have anybody else... For the record, I got bitched at about a trade, Michelle, for getting Stroud and Jacobs. Mm-hmm. Both went down. I don't know how serious Josh Jacobs is, but I traded like get uh, trade doesn't look good. 
No. After getting harassed about it. So just just fuckery there. But um yeah, I still think Stroud is a real deal, Michelle. I was and just curious. Nico Collins got injured like the first play of the game. My man my man was working with not much yeah. out there. Good and his boys out. Rain. Can, yeah. Jets oh. defense. Layer it on. It was just a perfect storm. All right, let's move on. Let's talk. We have Saturday games, which is really exciting. We do. Um, so. I've I have three bets. Okay. You want to go right into them? Go right into them. First bet, Michelle. We are going back to the Chicago Bears. Oh, running it back. Running it back. It's a really, it's a tough game. I'm not gonna lie. They're going. Into the Browns, Cleveland, mm-hmm. into the Dog Pound, which is kind of like Baltimore. You know, like you don't really want to fade the Ravens in Baltimore, and you don't really want to fade the Browns in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But I'm not so sure that old man Joe Flacco, your big ball player of the week, is like is all the way back. You know, he's still. This is a guy who is like retired on the couch. He's playing well. But I, I'm starting to believe in this Bears defense, and Justin Fields looks really, really confident in the offense right now. So I think they score points easier, and I think their defense is continuing to trend upward. We will keep riding the Bears. All right. So plus three and a half for 0.75 units? Yep. And points bet, I believe, is the only one that has the three and a half. At, it's minus 115. But it's like plus three, minus one ten everywhere else. Pay the five cents, get the hook. That's what I did. That's the first bet. Okay. Bet number two. This one is. I'm putting a half unit on it now with the intent to put another half unit down at some point in the week. Okay. Ravens minus three. Again, you want to head to Caesars because. A lot of the market is at three and a half already. Caesars has a clean minus 110 on the Ravens. And minus why don't you want a full unit on this? Well, see, I'm unsure of kind of like how this line's going to move because the early look is that it's going to three and a half. But my, I don't know, my, my feeling is that once it hits three and a half, People might pounce on the Jags at home mm-hmm. getting three and a half points. And and maybe this one actually closes like on the other side of three. So I don't know. Uh, you know, it's just more. It's like um, when you're buying a stock, Michelle, you, you average in by a little bit. You don't right. go all at once because then it whichever way it could move, you're true you're stuck. All right. And you have a half unit to minus three. Yep. And the third bet. Third bet is on my Buffalo Bills, who, if you listen to the show, you know, I think it was proved again going into Kansas City and winning that game. This team could beat anybody, Michelle, and I expect them to fucking roll the Dallas Cowboys at home. I really hope they do. Dak, guess what, bud? You're not playing in your comfy little indoor dome. With against these shitty defenses, and right now the Eagles fit in a shitty defense. He's been lighting up shitty defenses, and guess what? Buffalo's not one. You saw what they did to Tua in Buffalo, that mm-hmm. Miami offense. Michelle, 
this is the game I want to watch with all the Cowboys fans. <laughs> Seriously. Because I'm hearing it on social media. You can imagine. Buried in messages right now. And I can't say shit. So what Just are got you... got punched in the face and I'm walking <laughs> home with a ripped up shirt. Can't say shit. I got beat up. Oh, Ricky. So you're taking Buffalo minus one? Buffalo. So our odd tracker here says that Bet Rivers has a minus one on Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I open the Bet Rivers app. The game is not there. So we can't post lines that aren't there and bets we don't have locked in. There's a one and a half available at BetMGM, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Rather than grabbing it, let's just wait like an hour or so and see if the the one opens at Bet Rivers. But worst case... It's one and a half everywhere. I'm more than comfortable laying that and uh, rolling with the billies. All right. And how many units? Um, We're going to go a full unit on this game. Wow. When we make the bet. Okay. And it will be posted on the site the moment we make the bet. All right. I the other it. two are already up. And is there any other games that you want to just discuss? We don't have to put it on our card quite yet, but. Yeah. What do you think? Let me um let me take it to the board. All right, let's see. Oh, these are tough. I, you know what game that like spikes uh in Miami? Oh, the Jets played pretty good. Twelve and a half points a lot. Totally agree. Um, this is yeah. They they played tonight too, so you know. <laughs> Again, we never wish an injury on anybody, mm-hmm. but Tua's been known to deal with like missing games. If They're you... playing in Green Bay, right? Tonight? Yeah. Doesn't... No, they're playing at home against Tennessee. Tennessee, that's there right. There is a I Green Bay mm-hmm. Packers game too, though, uh, with the Giants. I yeah I don't I like that game with the Jets in Miami but it's in Miami so I don't love it as much. Yeah, mm. no, nothing is screaming my name. All right, we don't have to force it. No, not yet. Well, Michelle, then that will do it for us. The only thing I want to leave the listeners with, I want to do a special, and I want to bring in the right people for this not that you and I aren't but I want to like really try to get some dirt for the people here because here's the thing Michelle rewind five years ago do you remember how against sports betting all of the leagues were MLB NBA NFL college all of it mm-hmm like, do you actually yeah, remember, Yeah, no, I though? do. It was, it was like marijuana. Like, I mean, it, it was in the same category. Very true. Very true. Fast forward five years, you start letting them in on the money and whatnot. And it's just amazing how it's flipped. It went from, this is the worst thing ever, and this could ruin sports, to... Now we're all about it, and we're pushing it, and they're part of our partners, and so I want to have a specific podcast, Michelle, just about kind of breaking this down, because 
Does that not seem... Yeah, no, but here's what I want to do. I think, I don't think I'm the right person for this, but what I think would be interesting is go back to those five years and watch games. Rewatch games and watch how the official, like, I think that the, the everybody is like, is the refs, co- like, are they, do they have their hand in the game? In a These non- motherfuckers are employed by FanDuel. Okay, a lot of so, people think. But I'm you, not saying okay, that, but. But like, that's what I'm saying. Go back five years before this was even an option and look at the play calling. Because you say this now, but honestly, do you really remember every flag that was. Like, you may remember a big play that happened five years ago, but do you remember actually the play calling? Probably not. Like, the, the refs. Well, the thing is, it's always been an entertainment league. And I think that that's a huge layer of this podcast that I want to have. And this conversation is like kind of peeling the layers back of the onion because you have this league that is registered as an entertainment league and they are legally allowed to my understanding. And again, we'll, we'll get clarity on this in the podcast because I think there's a lot of gray in terms of what people think and what's true. I think we get the right people, Michelle. Let's understand how the league works. Is it true? Is it an entertainment league that is legally allowed to alter the outcomes if they so wanted? I'd also be interested to know the partnership with FanDuel. What what are the, you know, like, what is that? That, that could mean anything. Yeah. You know, is that could mean FanDuel's in on the entertainment aspect. And again, I'm not trying to, like, you know, we have a, we work with some of the sports books and they're, they're honest, great. They're good companies. Like truthfully, they yeah. do things the right way, but as an unbiased sports better, I want to know some of this shit. Like I want to know, and I want to know what people who understand the landscape of this much greater than I think about it. Cause I've been hearing some shit, Michelle, there's people who they've been letting it fly recently and, I think it'd be good content if we got them on. Oh, I I don't disagree. I just think in order to, like, really dive deeper into this, you'd have to. Like, you should just throw on some games while you work and just watch the play calling. Not the play calling, but the refs play calling from five years ago, prior to all of this. Yeah, it's like, just think about this hypothetical scenario, and and then we're out, Michelle. And again, I'm making this up, but... Picture like you have this partnership. If you're the NFL and you're you're one of these books, if you know ninety percent of the the hold is on one side, and the game's coming down to the wire, and you can do anything in your power to sway it, if you're allowed, that's crazy. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying that's happening, but I'm saying, is that, could that happen? You know, like, yeah, I, this is, this has been wild, Michelle. This might not be our most popular episode, but this is what an Eagles loss does to us. Oh, I know. You're spiraling. Steady Picks Radio. Have a great day, everyone. Yeah.